Hello, fellow teachers. Welcome to the EduWell Podcast, a show created for teachers, by teachers, with teachers. I'm Alex Bush. And I'm Chelsea Henderson. With over 30 years of combined teaching experience, we're here to help you find balance in your professional and personal lives. Join us as we dive into a well of information, exploring insights, strategies, and practical tips that you can apply both within and beyond your classroom walls. So whether you're new to teaching or a seasoned expert, this podcast is for you. Let's be well and do well together. together. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are doing a special episode where we share our 10 favorite game changers for the school year startup. We've built up a solid library of tips and tricks over the years, and these are some of our go-tos. Without further ado, let's see what we can scoop out of the well today. Ready, set, go. Game changer number one, have all startup information in a slideshow. This really helps with organization and memory. Some items you might want to include in a slideshow are your entry and dismissal procedures, timetable reviews, fire drill and lockdown procedures, blessing procedures, locker or cubby information, how to join Google Classroom, binder or desk information, school supplies, and throughout the slideshow, you're going to want to put some icebreakers in there so that you can get the students up and moving and break up all of the information that's coming at them. This also really helps with starting to build that community. Yeah, I really like that one. And I'm going to throw something out there. I think this can be done over multiple days. I think it's the needs no basis stuff first, Uh, you know, especially how to act, what your expectations are, you know, doing a drill with the students whereby you're practicing lining up, et cetera, et cetera. And and then, you know, the other stuff can kind of come over time, but all front end loaded at the beginning. That's right. And it's another living document that I can change whenever I want to, which is always something we have to do as teachers, especially in the school startup. All right, let's move on. Okay, that's game changer number two, and that is dress for success. Now, I am not into telling anyone what they should or should not wear. Let me just be clear. But for myself personally, if I do a compare and contrast of how I feel when I'm wearing my very comfortable clothing, uh, more like weekend clothing, versus how I feel when I throw on like a piece of clothing that makes me feel confident, there is a difference in how I feel about myself. More importantly, there is a difference in how my students react to me. So in the first few weeks of school, my go-to piece of clothing is the blazer. When I throw on a blazer and I could wear kind of a casual t-shirt maybe underneath, but there is something that commands attention about a blazer. It is a piece of clothing whereby students are, I really find they're more inclined to take me seriously right away. I really noticed it when I was a new teacher back when I was in my 20s. And I would throw that on. It would just give me that extra little bit of edge of feel of professionalism. So really knowing what you feel good in what is comfortable, and what you're going to be able to use to project confidence, it matters. So really thinking about that mindfully, especially in your first two weeks of school, is a key game changer. Go to number three, Chelsea. Okay, game changer number three, I'm going to say confidence is a must. Whether it's real or not, you're going to want to have that confidence walking into your new classroom. I'm talking shoulders back, chin held high, and most importantly, smile. Be proud of who you are. We are on stage in front of an audience who we don't know yet, and that is really scary. So it can be hard to muster up that confidence to walk into that room full of people who are looking at you expectantly. So please give yourself a pep talk. 
maybe give someone else a pep talk because that's always helpful and believe in yourself. And the more that you come in with that confidence, the more natural it becomes. This is tried and true, I think, for both of us sitting right here right now. Agreed. Confidence could come in your voice. And remember, your voice doesn't have to be loud and intimidating. It could be calm and soothing. And this all depends on your style. My advice is be authentic and be yourself. And that's how you will find your style. Okay, let's move to the next game changer, Alex. All right, this one, you know, this is really important to me all through the year. I'm the person that sometimes in the staff room is going into the fridge and looking into my old lunches and grabbing something and throwing things together mishmash. Something I have found to be a game changer is to have a really healthy slash enjoyable lunch, especially for those, those first two weeks of school. That break in the day where you get to sit down in the staff room with your peers and enjoy something very nourishing, something warm, something cold, uh, lots of different textures and, and flavors, something that you can use to connect with someone else and be like, here, try this, have it wrapped up nicely, have a really nice um, beverage that is is cooled and chilled, spending a little bit of money on, you know, like you did when you were a kid on, on things that you would get for your lunch. It it gives me something every day to look forward to. Because when you go back to school at the very beginning, it is overwhelming. You've gone from being on vacation and being around very few people to, to being around a lot of people and having a lot of demands on your time. Everything is constrained. So make that demand on time, that break in the day, make that something you can really look forward to, savor, and enjoy. So that, for me, is a game changer. And it is a part of being well. You are putting quality, nutritious food into your body, and that's only going to help you feel better. This is a fact for wellness. Okay? It's a biological I'm all need. About this. Me yeah. too. And and I'm surprised. And I'm 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 the worst. I'll just say it. So I, I have to practice what I preach here. How many days I say, "Well, I just can't get to it." No, you can't afford not to eat and nourish your body and your brain. You will you will be better for yourself, for your family, very important. And then for your classroom, you have to take care of yourself. If you don't eat by three o'clock, sure enough, you get the headache, et cetera, et cetera. Put the time and effort into nourishing your body. And if it's good food, you're not going to get that lunchtime crash after lunch where you feel like you just want to go take a nap. And I have practiced that too. Have a nice salad, something healthy, throw a nice carb in there. And afterwards, you'll have that energy instead of wanting to go to sleep. Exactly. Even having something for the end of the day, like a nice buble, the end of the day, a nice <laughs> buble sitting in your, you know, in the fridge is also something that you can kind of look forward to. Those are things that I have started to be mindful about really doing for myself. Game changer number five. For me, I show grade school pictures of myself because I am comfortable with this. We're all not going to be comfortable with this, but I find that it really shows the kids that I have been here. I have been to grade seven since that's the grade I teach. I show them a picture of myself in grade seven. And in that picture, I am not smiling with confidence. My face is uncomfortable. My eyes are looking off to the side. It shows what I'm thinking, that I'm entering middle school and I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable and everyone's watching me as I take this picture. So it's just a tiny activity to show students that I've been there before and I can relate to you and I'm going to try my best to understand what you are going through this year. Yeah, it's very humanizing to see a picture of someone when they were young and you realize, oh, they they have been there. Yeah, and it's also funny. It's really funny to see pictures of your teacher when they were a kid. It's it's just, it's a cool thing to see. It really is. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right, well, that will bring us to 
this one's kind of an anomaly. It doesn't really fit, but it's one that changed uh, how I approach giving instructions in my classroom community. It's called the when I say go. Okay. So what this looks like is, is when you're giving instructions to a class, you say to them, all right, I'm going to give you some instructions. And when I say go, then you can start. If someone gets up in front of the classroom and starts giving instructions, often the students start performing the instruction. Mm -hmm. But if you start off by saying, when I say go, they are inclined to listen to all of the instructions and wait till the very end. I have found that this creates an atmosphere where students sit, are, are fully listening, and they're waiting for me to say go with a level of anticipation. But I do find they're actually listening to all of the instructions. So that really changed the dynamic of my classroom. I use it all the time. And when I don't use it, I absolutely notice a difference. So that is game changer number six. Love it. And always, always to be used in phys ed classes when I say go. When I say go. Game changer number seven. Go. What do you want me to know about you? I did mention this in the last episode. Often you'll get a response from a student when you ask them, what do you want me to know about you? And you just have them write it down. It could be on their All About Me page or it could be entirely separate because it is a confidential piece of information. For example, students might let you know about a struggle they're having in their life. Let's say someone's recently experienced some sort of loss in their lives, whether it be a move or a significant change in their life. It could be a death. Knowing this can help you begin developing that relationship with compassion and awareness. And I've always found it to be helpful in my classrooms. Connections before curriculum. That's right. Well, game changer number eight, which is to take out slang from your conversation and from your teaching and to also know and understand the slang that students use. (laughs) Know what you are saying and know what the students are saying. You can use that to your advantage. Sometimes you can throw out, if it's appropriate, obviously, student slang and use illusion allude to something that is trendy uh, that the students will know about. It gives you a level of credibility. It's also really important that you know their slang so that when they are talking in a way that sounds very innocuous, but it could have some very serious uh, insulting meaning or inappropriate nature. When you know what is being said when it's coded, it really helps you to know what's going on in your classroom and then to help students to move forward in a much more positive way, should it be problematic. And then at the same, in the same way though, find out uh, sayings that are, you know, positive or fun sayings, or maybe, I don't know what, knowing a TikTok uh, refers something that you know, that you know about that they are into, it, it helps to add to relevance and it, it can help you to, to move forward some teaching too. Um, it adds it, a lot of humor too. I mean, you, you make fun of yourself when you do that. Like if I use their words in the classroom, right? Yes. They hear one of their slang words coming from me. It's just so awkward and hilarious. So it could be like, you know, like a real like connecting moment where you can have a laugh with the class. Yeah, it also helps them to know that they're not getting things by you. They're going to get some stuff by you, obviously. We can't know all their slang. It's pretty tough. Yeah. But it helps them realize, oh, you know, they know our language. <laughs> uh, my mom is is a retired teacher, and she 
got instant credibility because she had teenage daughters. And so mm-hmm. she knew all of the music that we were listening to. And when the students were talking about it, she would know the albums. And she said that really helped her having, you know, kids and then grandkids knowing what is current and what is relevant. Yeah, so- I'm at a major advantage right now where my son is 12 years old and I'm teaching 12 year olds. And when I ask him what something means, he will tell me. He will then immediately say, please do not use that word in your classroom. It will be embarrassing. <laughs> so that's helpful. And I would say that I'm at a disadvantage because now both of my my yeah. humans are much older <laughs> and they're not into kind of that trendy stuff anymore. So I have to do my own research and find out what is current. Okay. So all you're right. going to be spending a lot of hours on TikTok. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Game changer number nine. I'm going to say it again, get those names down as quickly as you can. I realize that many of us have several classes to teach, and there is no way that we are going to memorize those names in one day. Just try to begin familiarizing yourself with those names. As we discussed in our Building Community episodes, names are a very significant part of our identity. And so when you're using someone's name, it shows that you are really making an effort. And when they come in the next day and you use their names or the next week, depends on how much you see your students, it gives them a sense of ease and assurance and also accountability for some. So again, I'm going to say if I'm, if I'm teaching a grade where students are kind of getting comfortable with testing their teachers, being able to call that student by name says, I know who you are. And it kind of gets rid of some of that anonymity right away, which is great for classroom management. And we're always starting with classroom management at the beginning of the year. So knowing the name shows that you are making an effort to know your students right away. Okay, well, this is game changer number 10. And I'm outing myself that I am someone who loves anticipation. Mm -hmm. And anticipation is what moves me forward. So it's another anticipation one. It's have weekend plans to look forward to all week. You need to be able to celebrate and look forward to something. I'm going to say that again, celebrate and look forward. Don't wish time away, but know that you have a break coming up and that that is your time and you should be able to use some of it, if not all of it, to refresh and recharge. It is your time, your time, your time. Now, this is a good time for me to acknowledge quickly that everyone's at a different point in their life and has different levels of responsibility. So if you're at a point in your life where you can only carve out an early morning, one hour coffee, looking out the window and relaxing, then then that's what you do. Or a, a shower that's extra long where you get to use a new product. I don't know. But making sure that you have something that you are able to look forward to that is just for you to refresh and recharge. And I am hoping that all of you at some point have an entire weekend to really dedicate to yourself and to your reclaiming of time for a little bit because we do everything by a bell and we are always, always on in the career that we have chosen. And it is so important that you recharge for yourself. It helps you. It helps your family. And of course, it helps your classroom community. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our game changers for the startup of this school year. So Chelsea. Game changer number one, use a slideshow for all startup information to stay organized and be prepared. Game changer number two, dress for success. Wear what makes you feel good and do not discount the power of a solid look. Game changer number three, emphasize confidence, even if it's not genuine initially. And remember, preparedness and a positive attitude contribute to confidence. Game changer number four, pre-make your lunch. Preparing a special lunch for the first week of school or the second week too makes it exciting and gives you something to look forward to. 
Game changer number five, show school pictures of yourself if you're comfortable with that. Share personal experiences like being nervous going to middle school. Game changer number six, use the saying, when I say go, try it. It works. Game changer number seven, ask students to fill out a what do you want me to know about you information sheet so you can begin gathering information that will help you in creating your community and building trust with students. Game changer number eight, know and understand the popular slang while maintaining a professional tone and use it to your advantage. Game changer number nine, make it a focus to get to know names as soon as you can. Students will feel appreciated and it helps with accountability. And game changer number 10, always have weekend plans to look forward to and celebrate no matter how small. And there you have it, 10 game changers that we hope you will find useful in setting up for a successful start to the school year. Thanks for joining us on this episode and we'll catch you next time when we discuss the magnificent impact of your morning routine here on EduWell. Until then, be well and do well.